In truth, I enjoy this season of Epiphany much more than that of Christmas. Yes, Christmas has its moments. Here at St. Paul's, we have welcomed thousands upon thousands from around the world to share with us in worship that has astounded and inspired and deeply touched those who were able to share in it. And at its best, Christmas provides us with a space in which we are able to reflect upon God's love for us and to focus upon what we value and where the meaning and our purpose of our lives lie and to be thankful. But of course we are all aware that for many there is little or no time to reflect or to enjoy Christmas because of the pressures of personal or professional circumstances. And so Christmas becomes for too many a season from which they need to recover rather than a season which restores. How many of us will be tightening our belts financially or otherwise? How many, as we have seen in the press this last week, will be filing for divorce? Christmas can rather unfortunately be a painful and difficult time for many. And the Christmas story is too easily diminished or dismissed by cynics and skeptics and secularists alike. But in this season of Epiphany, we have an opportunity to go deeper into our contemplation and celebration of the Incarnation without any of these pressures and without the reduction of something of eternal value into something of seemingly largely commercial value. Without any of the pressures of Christmas, we continue to celebrate and remember the revelation of divine love in the Christ child. Through the marking of the visit of the Magi, the baptism of Christ, and the first miracle at Cana, each offering us an alternative perspective of how we encounter Christ, where it all began, and how we continue to encounter God incarnate today. The first of the Epiphany stories is, of course, the Nativity story itself. Over the years, as you might imagine, I have seen very many Nativity plays with the traditional Christmas story reinterpreted for our times with a variety of novelty character appearances. One particularly memorable one was that including the time-traveling doctor. But the one character that has constantly captured my imagination is that of the star, which of course features particularly in our celebration today. The star which led the Magi to the Christ child and of which we will sing in our hymn in a few moments. There is, of course, another light, the source itself, the divine light, Christ the morning star, in praise of whom we heard sung at the beginning of Matins, the canticle Serge Illuminare, taken from the prophecy of Isaiah, set as the Old Testament reading for the Eucharist on this Feast of the Epiphany the song of the new Jerusalem as it is interpreted in the Christian tradition. 
And the Epiphany stories draw us to this source of all light through a guiding light, through revelation, through the descent of the Spirit at a baptism, and through the comprehension of gratuitous blessing in the miracle at Cana. We recall and meditate upon encounters with divine presence over the next few weeks as we travel through the season of Epiphany to the feast of the presentation, Candlemas. And as we travel through this season, we are each of us invited to encounter afresh Emmanuel, God with us. In the awe and wonder, reverence and worship of the Magi, of a newborn baby in whom they saw the fullness of God. Surely in this, we recognize that we ourselves are called to reverence the divine potential in our humanity and that of our neighbors. What does this mean for a, a reappraisal of ourselves or of others, of the gift that we and others are, if only we could open our minds and hearts to comprehend that gift? In the baptism of Christ, we are called to renew and reaffirm our commitment to following Christ's example of being a living embodiment of the gospel. How might this call us to reorder our priorities and refocus our energies? And in the miracle at Cana, we are reminded of the grace available to enable us to shine a light into darkness and to draw others to encounter Christ. How might this, in all humility, enable us to accept this gift of grace and to share it? I was given a star as a present this Christmas, and it will forever be a precious reminder to me of the vocation to which we are all called, to show the way, not to get in the way, but to point to the hope of the nations, the light of the world, and to find in that light the path to life. And so as we travel through this season, may I invite you to look afresh at the world around you, the people around you, the people you work with, the people you relax with, and to rediscover in them just such unexpected revelations of divine love as were encountered by the Magi, by the crowds at the Jordan, and by the wedding guests at Cana. Let us pray. creator of the heavens who led the Magi by a star to worship the Christ child. Guide and sustain us that we might find our journey's end in Jesus Christ our Lord. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.